we are going to bring in our good friend, Jesus Lopez, who does a fantastic job, as we know, on the Golden Knights radio network on the Spanish side. And this is what it sounded like if you were listening to Jesus. Atrapadas espectaculares. Cae el poco en el círculo izquierdo. Lo tiene el equipo de Vegas Golden Knights. Vamos a ver si viene el disparo. Brady McNabb en la línea neutral. El disparo se quebró el bastón de Shea Theodore. Ahí lo tiene Jack Hay con el disparo. Lo suelta. ¡Gol! ¡Gol! Queda claro. Y lo vuelven a firmar con un 7 por 1 los Vegas Golden Knights. Ahí está entonces, señores. Apúntale uno más. Y este fue de Barbachev, si no me equivoco, Berber Castro. Lo tiene nuevamente Reinhardt jugando sobre la línea Verhage al costado izquierdo. 6 contra 5, señores. No hay portero. Lo tiene nuevamente Stone. Y vuelve a pasar. Final del Castro, Castro. Por todo lo que ha hecho. Vino de lesiones fuertes y ese hat trick. Lo tiene el equipo de los Vegas Golden Knights. Vamos a ver si viene el disparo. Ahí está Brian Why did I feel that I was like listening to the World Cup there? I love it. Let me get it myself. Go! I like to go. Go! 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 Huh? You, it sounded like you said hat trick in English. Is that true? Yes, it is. But yeah, that's how it's called in Spanish, even, you know, for the World Cup and uh, champions in Europe. Yeah, hat trick. Oh, that's very yeah. nice. So it was, it, was, it was an amazing experience, yes. It was, uh, you know, I believe they filled up like uh, 15 or 18 cards, you know, with hats uh, from uh, all over the levels at yeah, the Chimol Arena. It was an amazing, amazing, amazing game. And I was uh, just uh, blessed, you know, with the opportunity of being there. But above all, you know, lifting up that cup, to me, meant a lot. <laughs> I know, I know you got to go on the ice afterwards. I saw that. It's so beautiful. And I even saw you give the, uh, the cup a kiss, which I was very impressed with. Because, again, I mean, you know the routine, my friend. Whether it's a World Cup, a Stanley Cup, or any type of cup, I mean, you, you lift it up, uh, you hoist it, and, and you kiss it. Now, what'd that feel like to you? It looked like to me that you were like pumping iron in the gym. And I know you, man. You got some guns. I mean, you've worked out in the boxing gym. I mean, I bet that was nothing for you to, to lift, right? To hoist is a piece of cake. Well, no, the thing is, <laughs> How the thing is that I was, I was so nervous, to tell you the truth, because I was looking who was carrying the cup, you know, and just waiting for that opportunity. So uh, when this guy was holding the cup, he turns around, looked at me, and just gave it to me. And I was like, yeah, let's do this, you know. <laughs> so that was the moment that I was waiting for a long time, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, 
First thing I did, TC, I just wanted to make sure that I was standing up, you know, properly so I wouldn't slip or anything. Yeah, right. And then I waited because I, I took it down a little bit. I waited and I go, yeah, I got this, you know, because what I wanted to do is to scream with a cop on top of me. And that's what I say, you know, Vegas Golden Knights campeon is like Copa Stanley just yelling to the top of my lungs with the cop up. And, uh, yeah, it was a magical moment, a magical moment. And, and, and uh, I don't know, it's... Uh, um, the compensation of all of the things that we lived through the season. And uh, thank God I learned a lot because traveling with the team, you know, being next to Gary Lawless, Dan Duva, Dave, Shane, uh, Darren Millard, I mean, those guys are amazing. So you get the opportunity to, to, to learn. But mostly, you know, we spoke when I was in Canada in one of the, um, one of the rounds. Um, I learned a lot about the roots on uh, how the passion evolved in these beautiful sports and what it means, uh, this uh, beautiful sport and what it means for Canadians. And, and, uh, I just, I, it's like, I got it. You know, I know why the passion is so, so big. And, uh, it's three hours of uh, adrenaline to begin with. But not only that, you know, the history behind it and how some of the games, some of the finals, the find identity of identity of some of the cities in Canada, and and uh, and I got a very tricky question with one of the radio stations over there, and they say that if uh, the um, Hispanics are uh, familiar with the logo on on our city, and I go tell them that to begin with, for the Hispanics, this is not a logo, this is a shield that protects our city, mm-hmm. and this is an ethnical thing. You know, the the fact that you know uh, hockey is played more in north is because. Is where naturally you got eyes, but look where the final is being played right now. You know, it's the the state of Nevada. You know, the hottest city in in the United States against the most tropical state, Florida, and we're playing for the final. You know, we're we're uh, looking to uh, to uh, gain the the cup, the Stanley Cup. So. As I said, it's not, it's not an ethnical thing. It's not a, you know, a, no one is going to take away the sense of belonging um, for the passion of the Vegas Golden Knights because of that magical connection that this team made after October the 1st. So that's why I said it's a shield, and they got the whole city together. And it doesn't matter if you speak Spanish, Chinese, or, or you're Ethiopian, African, whatever. In this city, Vegas Golden Knights means only one thing. We are Vegas strong. And that's what gave us identity at that very moment when Derek Angeland said those, uh, those words. Since then, you know, I love the city more than, than everything. And I'm really proud of being from here, Martin. Yeah. And who would have thought? I mean, like you said, when we go back to 2016, 2017, you know, when Bill Foley said, hey, we're bringing hockey to Las Vegas. I mean, there were a lot of skeptics out there that said, well, this isn't going to work. And, you know, I, I remember you back in those days. I mean, you weren't calling hockey. I mean, you know, we were doing our thing in the same building and radio stations and we would go to boxing matches together and we were doing this and that. And all of a sudden hockey, are, are you kidding me? And then lo and behold, you get the opportunity. All right. Jesus Lopez, who didn't honestly didn't know anything about hockey. Right. And they said, no, I did not. you're, no. you're going to be the guy because we want to have a Spanish broadcast and you were selected to do that. And you had to teach yourself the game. I mean, here is a Mexican native who is here in the United States, a uh, great sports enthusiast that you are, but now you are calling hockey. 
And it's no different than the fans here who really eh, maybe didn't grow up watching hockey, but they said, we'll give this, give this thing a try and give it a shot. And they fell in love with it. And then you fell in love with it, but you were kind of forced to fall in love with it as well to, te- am- to, to teach yourself the game. And look now, Jesus, as you go back now, we're going back with six, seven years where well, now you've been uh, call, calling these games and look where it's led to you. You've had the finer appreciation, not only for the sport of hockey, but for the golden Knights. But like you said, the city and the state as well. I mean, it is an amazing story. Well, uh, now that my kids are able to talk about it plainly, I'm going to tell you this that I've never told you before. Uh, TC, the reason why I'm here in the United States uh, my son called me once and he says, you know what, Dad, I need a, I need an interview for one of my finals at UNLV. He graduated five months ago at UNLV. And, uh, and I go, yeah, w- w- what do you need? I need an interview. And then I asked my son, uh, okay, who, who do you want to interview? I thought that he was going to ask me to hook him up with some of the players for the Vegas Open Eyes or something, you know. And he says, I want to interview you. And I go, me, what do you, well, what do you want to talk about? And listen to this, TC. He never spoke about it for 12 years. Never. And, uh, and, I, t- and I asked my son, what do you want to talk about, son? And he says, I want to talk about what happens in Mexico to us. What happened to Mexico? What happened to us in Mexico? Now, are, you, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, TC, uh, that uh, my family was targeted by one of the cartels in 2011. I never spoke about this. And... Um, now I can open, you know, I can talk widely because my kids can handle it. And uh, they tried to kidnap my daughter twice. My daughter was very close to give up my son to one of the cartels in order not, uh, in order for the cartel not to kill my wife. And uh, we had a really rough in 2010, 2011, really, really rough. And uh, when they tried to take my daughter away for the second time is when I decided to leave everything behind in our business. My family has been in the pizza business in Mexico for 45 years. That's what I know best. You know, my hands are smelling still like pizza sauce. So uh, I decided to come over here because uh, I was doing a TV show uh, for cable system because they will give me uh, a quid pro quo uh, advertising for the pizza places for free. And I was on the TV show. And... uh, I came to a convention just for the fun of it to Las Vegas, and I met some people from ESPN. And uh, that's how I uh, got hooked up uh, with the people that I know here at the very first beginning. And then, you know, I just kept my eyes open with the opportunities. And when I heard Mr. Bill Foley, you know, working for Lotus Broadcasting already, I heard Mr. Bill Foley saying that he was going to, you know, get the Hispanics involved, and that's why he partnership with Lotus, because uh, he had also, been, Lotus Broadcasting has also Spanish station sports. And uh, I just took the chance, you know, walk into the edit base and start recording promos, and, and I got the opportunity, and now I, I feel like I own a lot to the things that my kids have achieved uh, through the things that I do for the Vegas Golden Ice and Lotus Broadcasting. And and, 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 uh, and then, you know, of course, that I always had the support from Tony Bonici and Adrian Marsh. So uh, support was never a problem. I was just, the problem was to get familiarized with the game. So I had the best on my side. I have Dan Duba, Gary Lawless, uh, Dave Gocha. Uh, uh, All of them are always willing uh, to teach me on anything that I ask. It is an amazing institution, the Vegas Golden Knights, because first of all, it's human. 
you know, the, the, the treat, the treat uh, among the, the, the broadcasters is amazing. You know, there's an uh, um, enormous amount of chemistry among Shane and Dave and Gary and, and Dan and, and, uh, and the inclusion, you know, with a, with a guy that speaks Spanish, uh, that talks hockey in Spanish, it's, it's really, really nice. So that is the reason why I'm in the United States, uh, TC. Now you know. You know, I, it wasn't my plan to come back because I lived in the United States before. I lived in Alaska for four years. But then I went back to Mexico. Our business grew. And all of a sudden, this cartel decided that you are, that your, lo- your life is no longer yours. Mm. So uh, that's why I came. And I kept my eyes open just trying to get, you know, opportunity that will provide me with the, uh, with the chance to give my kids uh, their life back the way they knew it. And, and, uh, and that was the that was the journey on on what I do. So when I call the goal, when I when I call the games uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights TV, I just leave all of my heart and my soul, you know, on the mic. Because when I'm uh, when I'm yelling those goal calls, I don't know uh, TC, but it seems like I'm yelling freedom, you know, uh, like I'm yelling, you know, thanks for the opportunity of being alive still. Because for quite a for five years. I couldn't go back to Mexico um, because I knew what was going to happen. If I would have gone back uh, back then, then they will kill me because I didn't I didn't give them I didn't give them the money that they were asking for my um, to leave me alone. But then they got killed, you know, and, and it was a long story. But uh, that's the story behind what I do, uh, TC, and that's why I enjoy it so much. Probably that's the reason why I yield so hard. I don't know. But but I just really enjoy it, and and just the fact that being all of the city uh, together, and what we saw outside the T-Mobile Arena when we won the cup, what we saw on uh, every single bar, you know, casino, whatever, that sense of identity is like I believe, you know, people from Madrid. That's what they feel when they're wearing the Real Madrid shirt. You know what I mean? Or the city in Manchester. Uh, sense of belonging, and that's really, really hard to achieve, you know, like like for a team, for an institution. But when you wear, when you wear the Vegas Golden Knights uh, uh, hat or jersey or whatever, you are wearing those words, we are Vegas strong. And it's just a very special feeling, T.C., what can I say? Jesus, you yeah. have an amazing story. Uh, it goes from sadness to the ultimate joy, and, yes. you, and that explains a lot about uh, your passion. You've always have talked about your gratefulness and your love for the opportunity for this job, probably more so than anybody else. And any of us that have these opportunities, whether it's hosting a show or like you and me, who get a chance to work for a team and broadcast games, we should be ever grateful. But in your situation, my friend, especially, and I applaud you. Uh, that is something that um, it would be very hard for any individual, no matter what they do for a living or whoever they are, to share that story that you just shared with us. I mean, talking about, you know, having family kidnapped and, and have a cartel after you and threatening your life. I mean, that is uh, kudos to you for persevering, getting through that. And, and being able to share that with not only me, but, but our listeners. And I know that's not an easy thing to do. And you've probably been keeping, I know you've been keeping that inside to a lot of people for a long, long time. So, um, 
I'm just so happy for you. I've always told you, my friend, I'm happy for you. Uh, and like you, you said, know, the inclusion too of the Golden Knights and all of the, your colleagues, you know, opening them, their hands and their arms and their doors to help you, you know, learn the sport, uh, and open it up to a Spanish broadcaster. And, you know, we all have our outlets. And like you said, I can relate to what you're talking about. This is your outlet. So when you're screaming goal and you're living this celebration, you are letting out frustration and then joy as well, too. So I understand. I appreciate it, my friend. And thank you for sharing that. You know what, uh, TC? I was lucky enough to uh, uh, to meet uh, Tony Bonici because uh, I never spoke about this until, you know, now I'm uh, my kids are okay with me uh, talking about this. But when I met Tony Bonici, he's a big responsible of me acquiring the uh, American citizenship and and uh, and helping my kids. And, and then, you know, my son graduated at UOD. Um You know, I grew up with a father, the kind of father that always talks about um, thinking uh, the right way. And uh, I believe that if you go to bed and you can go to sleep right away, you wake up and you're happy to be alive. I think that is success. You know, that is success. And and uh, to me, I take you only, you know, day by day, enjoying it. And as I said, I'm lucky enough because... Uh, they never said a word about what happened to me, and I'm talking about, you know, Tony Bonici, uh, Jesse Leeds, Natalie Marge. They never said anything. They knew everything, and they were always, you know, willing to help on any way they could. So I'm really grateful for, uh, I mean, the way they helped me to go through this. But um, it's long gone, but it, that's, that's, that's how I end up over here. That is the main thing. That's, that's why I came back to the States. I never thought that I would come back, leaving the house that you built from the ground behind, you know, and, and, and everything that you always dreamed of. And you say, okay, I have my life the way I want it. And all of a sudden, you got a call saying, hey, you don't cooperate, you're going to be dead. And that's, that's, uh, I was like, I was really mad, you know, uh, with life. Like, like, this is not fair. I worked very hard in Alaska. I worked very hard to get where I am. And all of a sudden, you're always looking for your kids and, and, uh, but as I said, you never know what next day is going to happen. So just keep the eyes open. And uh, what happened to me through hockey, um, I'm just really grateful. And if, and, and if this this ends today, T.Z. Martin, believe me, my friend, I'm grateful because of everything that I've seen, uh, the things that I, you know, now my kids are flying by themselves. My daughter went back to Mexico. She became a psychologist, and she's working here in Las Vegas. She's doing amazing. And, you know, uh, I'm sure you remember uh, Diane Sheehan, right? D. Yes, yes um, absolutely. Well, Diane, uh, when she saw me yesterday, she was very excited. You know, congratulations. But, uh, you know, I told her, look, at the end, the only thing that is really positive in my life, personally, is that my kids can see in their father a positive person. That's it. That's, that, that is what really, really matters at the end. And that, you know, I'm, I'm really... I'm really happy about that, uh, TC. You know, and uh, all of the excitement in the ring, all of the passion that you deliver, you know, play by play, uh, that hot trick with uh, 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 Mark Stone on the final, and, and uh, seeing uh, Jonathan Marches lifting up um, the, the, the trophy, uh, TC, that's a mixture of things that make just life wonderful. You know, and uh, in between your personal life and enjoying this kind of moments, man, 
It doesn't get any better than this, and I'm really grateful to God. And as I said, if it ends today, I'm more than happy. But look, this is this is the kind of job where I meet people like yourself. You know, we're always we're always happy when we see each other. We talk about you know boxing, soccer, uh, hockey, you name it. I mean, and it's it's a brand new life. Yeah, well, well put, my friend. Uh, you're you're a great man, a great human being. You do a fantastic job, and uh, again, you know, teaching yourself and those around you, teaching you hockey and the game, uh, which has now turned into another one of your passions. Uh, it is fantastic. It's Jesus Lopez on the uh, the Spanish call on the Golden Knights Radio Network, and and w- I need a promise from you, my friend. Okay, here's what I really right. need. I need some of that pizza. I mean, you're talking about the pizza maker, you and your hands, Mexico pizza. I didn't even know this. You're making me some pizza. That's what I need, my okay. friend. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this is this is the story behind it because you know I went I went to Alaska, I used to capitalize a little bit, go back and make the the business grow. But this is what happened. I end up in a Mexican restaurant in Alaska, in the island of Unalaska. I mean, I went to Dutch Harbor. I don't know if you ever seen the show Deadly Sketch. I lived there in that island for four years. But there was a restaurant, and I met this guy that he was making the Napolitan pizza, you know, the one that you throw with your hands on top above you and, and a very good recipe. Uh-huh. And I said to myself, if I learn how to make that kind of pizza, I go back to Mexico and I forget about the United States for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, so we went, and we went from three stores to 38 stores. And and uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, these bad things happen. But that's how I learned it because I was I was looking to this Greek guy. His name is Argyros Argyropoulos. He was throwing the pizza up and everything, and I was just watching, you know, how the way he was working on the table and the pizza sauce smelled so good and everything. And I was like, I I need to get a job, you know, and learn how to do that. So I started to, you know, I started to to uh, wash um, as a dishwasher with him, and I quit. A $45 per hour job because I wanted to learn how to do that. So I was going to get paid $15 an hour, right? But I wanted to learn. <laughs> so this one time he went to New Zealand with his Greek friends. And they are on this, uh, I don't know I don't know how to say it in English, regatta. You know when they raise those catamarans? Um, well, it's, it's a group of sailors. And it's a, it's a race uh, from uh, New Zealand to Australia. And uh, the Greeks, you know, they, they feel like they're the gods on, 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 on the sea. So <laughs> they have a big passion for that. So he went away to New Zealand for a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, because of the bad weather, they got stuck in uh, Singapore, coming back to the United States. So I started making the dough and everything on my own, you know, pizza sauce and dough. Because I, at that time, I always, I mean, I was always watching him, how he made the dough and the pizza sauce. So when he came back, he said, Are you, do you still have a pizza dough? And I go, no, I was making it myself. I, and I finished it up like three years, days ago. Who taught you? And I told him, look, my family is in the pizza business. But just by watching you, I didn't want to stop selling pizza to our customers, and I started making the dough myself. Let me see it. And he was really mad at that point. So when he saw the dough and the, the pizza sauce was perfect and everything, then he he taught me exactly, I mean, the, the right way how to do it and all of his secrets. And we became very good friends until today. Argyros Argyropoulos, he lives in Everett in Washington. And uh, 
So that's the story behind yeah. the, the, the pizza. I went back to Mexico and we grew. Because, yeah, the recipe is really good. There it is. So. My, my, my Mexican <laughs> pizza-eating hockey friend. I love you, man. Hey, Zeus, I appreciate <laughs> it, brother. Uh, and, and continue enjoying reveling and everything. Enjoy the parade on Saturday, my friend. And I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Congratulations. And again, a job well done, a season well done, a career well done. Thank you very much. Thank you, TC, and uh, thank you to all of, uh, all of the audience that is always there, you know, cheering, and even people that comes to me and says, you know what, I wish I could understand Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> You're broadcasting, so that makes you feel really good. It's very special, so thank you very much. You got it, brother. Take care. There right. he is. Jesus Lopez, the Spanish voice of the Golden Knights. Escucha usted, esto es la celebración, el equipo de los Vegas Golden Knights está ganando la Copa Stanley, solamente 5 segundos, 4, 3, 2, 1, somos campeones señores, la Copa Stanley es de Las Vegas, somos campeones, este equipo está haciendo historia, un equipo que le quitara 